One of the most challenging things about being human is having feelings that can seem to change constantly. When we're thinking about something that's going to happen in the future or something that happened in the past or even really something that's happening right now, it's amazing when you stop and begin to pay attention to how quickly it seems like our feelings about something or someone or a certain situation can change constantly. This is one of the things that I struggled with the most before I started practicing mindfulness and also mindful coping. And while I knew to a certain degree before I started practicing this, I knew that my feelings seemed to change. And it seemed to be very difficult to kind of ride out the changes, so to speak. It, uh, it can be very distressing when we find ourselves feeling one way and then suddenly we're feeling a completely different way. We may be feeling really, really good about something that's going on or something that happened a little while ago or in the past or in the future. And with, without any warning at all, and without any particular reason for it changing, we can suddenly find ourselves not feeling so great about it. We can find ourselves, you know, going from one extreme to the other. And I don't think that it really has anything to do with, you know, with us per se. I think this is just really, in my humble opinion, this is what it is to be human. This is what it feels like to be human. And it can be very difficult if we're taking our feelings very seriously and the thoughts that we have about those feelings very seriously. And really, I think it is, at least for me, I have begun to see that it's my thoughts about the feelings that I'm having. And when they change, it tends to affect my thoughts if I am not paying attention to what my mind is doing. It's almost as if the less I pay attention or the less aware I am of what my mind is doing, it just kind of will do what it does on its own. And these are where the the particular habits of mind that I have engaged in over the years, and a lot of it has been very unconscious. A lot of it has happened behind the scenes when I have not really been paying attention and being really aware of these habits that I have have gotten myself into about thinking certain ways or reacting certain ways to how I'm feeling about something. And for me, I know for a long time, the focus was, before I started practicing mindfulness, the focus was on trying to control the feelings. You know, if I felt good about something, I, and as I think most humans do, we want to feel good about things generally. I think that's how most of us are wired, if not all of us. And there is this tendency to want to try to figure out some way or find some way to bargain with ourselves to keep you know, ourselves feeling good about something, even and especially when we start to feel like that's changing for some reason. And it all really seemed to me to be kind of like a jumbled mess. I would get up every day, and obviously I would want to try to feel good about things. I would not, I would not want to have fear. I would not want to have worry and anxiety. I wanted to feel confident. But yet so many days, 
I did not feel this way at all. I did feel fearful. I did feel uncertain. I, everything did feel tenuous. I uh, did not feel good about myself. I did not feel empowered. Uh, I did not feel capable. And what I didn't realize at the time was that those are also habits of mind. If that is how I see myself, you know, that is going to become what's going to be comfortable for me. And I didn't realize that. And I engaged in these, these habits of mind for a good part of my adult life, at least half of it, you know, up to this point. And it's amazing to me that we can, and there again, I shouldn't say we, I should really say this is just for myself, that I allowed myself to really be ruled almost by feelings that I was having and thoughts about those feelings that the thoughts really went unchecked. There really wasn't any questioning at all. And that's really where mindfulness practice was a complete paradigm shift for me. And really when it gets right down to it, I mean, that's really for, you know, that's really the edge. That's really where, as they say, the rubber meets the road in that there is a beginning, once we start paying attention to our minds, there is a natural questioning that tends to come along with that and is very encouraged and is really a very important part of the practice that we want to be able to, if we are thinking certain thoughts, if we have certain habitual ways of reacting to feeling a certain way, you know, it, it, without, you know, really with, it's really hard to break that cycle and really, or in this case, what I would say is allow the cycle to break itself because I don't really want to be talking like I am the one breaking it because the more I tried to do that, the less, you know, the more I suffered and the less success I had at doing this. And it was really when I allowed my awareness to open up to where I could see that this was really just something that was happening in my mind and did not reflect reality. And once I could see the difference between the two, if I was fearful or felt uncertain, if I was able to practice being aware of what my mind is doing, by virtue of that, there's also the ability to, you know, once you are practicing awareness, you begin to be aware of everything that's happening around you as well. Once you can kind of step back and have that vantage point or a little bit of that headspace, you have the ability to not only see what is going on in your mind, but it also gives you the ability to see what is really going on in this moment. And once you can do that, it's almost like in a way there's no going back. I guess you could stop practicing and decide not to engage in this anymore, but it's kind of hard to, to unknow, so to speak, you know, something that you know. And if you know... And get that awareness that, you know, that, you know, it's possible. And this is really what ultimately ends up happening. Yes, and that's not to say that there aren't genuine situations where we do need to feel fearful and uncertain. Something, you know, bad may be really happening. And I'm not trying to act like that doesn't happen because I know that it does. Sometimes we do find ourselves in situations where we, you know, we're, we're very well uh, uh, justified in feeling a certain way because something is really going on that, that warrants us feeling that way. And then it's about learning how to sit with feeling that way and not letting it just not letting it destroy us about letting whatever's going to happen, happen and trying our best to uh, mitigate the situation and do what we can to deal with it and cope with it. But that's really kind of a, a different situation. This is more along the lines of, you know, this is just life happening 
and our tendency is to find ourselves feeling a lot of different ways without anything really changing at all as far as the externals. It's just, you know, what's happening, the change is happening internally about our interpretation of what it is that we're facing, what it is that's happening right now, you know, or what has happened in the past. And that is really, for me, what really changed things when I could actually have a little bit of space to be able to look around and say, hey, you know, it really, you know, I'm, I'm so fearful about, you know, this or I'm, you know, I'm feeling this way about this and I'm seeing that it's really not, it's almost like I see a disconnect. There's really nothing, there's no reason for me to feel this way. And once I am aware of that, then I can begin to start questioning. And there again, the idea is not to focus on having any of the answers. I once read a, uh, a quote, and I don't remember it exactly, but the idea is, is in terms of questioning things, you know, do not seek and expect to have all the exact answers. It is, it, it's more about really trying to understand the question uh, better to be able to understand the question more deeply. And I think this is really a great example of this, that, you know, we don't want to get hung up on needing to have answers for every reason that we feel a certain way or why we are thinking about the way that we feel. It is really about the questioning in of itself leads to more awareness. The questioning itself really allows us to see what is really going on and that it may very well not warrant us feeling the way that we're feeling. And it's not to say that we're wrong for feeling a certain way. It's just that when we can begin to have a mechanism in place that that automatically, you know, reminds us that, you know, to pay attention to, you know, to stop and, you know, before getting caught up in and believing everything we're thinking about everything we're feeling, we can then begin to really start paying attention to what is really happening. And it may very well be just that we're caught in some sort of a loop about thinking about something that happened in the past or something we are dealing with that's coming up in the future, or it's a way that we're interpreting the present moment that may be, you know, not in sync with what is actually going on. And we really could do this about the past and the future as well. If we can take a more critical look at, you know, something that happened in the past that we may be hung up on or something that's coming in the future, we may find that while, you know, we don't want to try to fight the feelings, we don't want to try to, you know, emotionally beat ourselves up or judge ourselves for feeling a certain way, it is really about getting into a place where we can start, you know, really getting an idea of, you know, asking ourselves, you know, are the thoughts that I'm having right now, are they really helping me? Are they really allowing me to be at peace with this? Are my thoughts about this particular feeling, because I know it's going to change. And that is probably one of the greatest lessons that I learned from Buddhist teachings is everything changes. That's one of my favorite quotes. I actually don't remember what teacher said that. But And it sounds very simplistic, but it is really powerful when we start to internalize the fact that, you know, life can be very fleeting. Life can change on a dime. It can change very quickly. And trying to hold on to or cling to life being a certain way while it feels like it may really work. And if this is the way we want it, then we do, you know, we can feel like that's what we want to do is cling to that need for things to feel a certain way and for our thoughts to be a certain way. 
in reality, what ends up happening is it's, 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 it's literally like trying to grab onto a wild or hold onto or ride a wild horse that hasn't been broken. It's just difficult to get something to fit into a box when it is constantly changing. It's just, it's just difficult to do. And so once we begin to let go of the need for things to be a certain way, and that's not to say that we don't want the best outcome. Certainly as humans, you know, we want things to go well. Uh, we want our lives to be happy. We want to be free from suffering. We want to be safe. Uh, we want to have, you know, work and that is meaningful and joyous and rewarding. We want all these things. And I think it's absolutely normal and understandable to want that. It's just that in practice, you know, life ends up in reality. It ends up being what it's going to be. And I think that the sooner I was able to get to a place where I was no longer trying to hold on to needing to feel a certain way, I could just let myself kind of go through whatever was happening. Once I stopped trying to control how I felt, once I started paying more critical attention, and not critical in the way of criticizing, but in a more open way, in a more aware and awake way of looking at my thoughts, I could start to see that, you know, some of these thoughts were really not serving me very well. And that the focus could shift from needing something to be a certain way to me starting to pay more attention to how I react and respond to however things are. And for the goal to end up being to pay more attention to things how they actually are, whether it's something that happened in the past or in the future. But what we find is the more we engage in this practice, it brings us back to the present moment. Uh, and I don't know if everyone that is listening has had situations where they've been very hung up on something that happened in the past. We can, especially if someone has hurt us in some, in some way or something has been very difficult for us. And if we are still holding on to that hurt and that pain and whatever that is, or whether it's embarrassment, whether it's shame, whatever it is, there's a tendency to keep, you know, hanging on to those memories and continuing to have thought, you know, letting those feelings come back up over and over again. And sometimes we can get caught in a loop of that and we're really not even trying to release or deal with those feelings or process those feelings. And that is really the only way to healthfully, at least in my mind, to deal with my, you know, things like this that, that have plagued me in the past has been for me to figure out a way to healthily release those feelings and to make my peace with whatever was and begin to start really bringing the focus back to the present moment because this is really the only place where I can really affect any positive change whatsoever. This is the only place where I can really do my best where I can only, this is the only place I can bring my best self. And that's really the self that is free of being caught up in thoughts about feelings that I'm having about something that may very well not even reflect the reality on the ground, that may not really reflect what is really going on in the moment. And once I have gotten to a place where I just accept that, you know, as a human being, my feelings are going to change. In fact, I have been on my way to a new work assignment uh, as I'm speaking these words, and I have had numerous different, you know, thoughts and numerous different about feelings that have actually changed somewhat just in the brief time that I've been talking, and I've been aware of that, but yet it's been in a way of just being able to accept and embrace the fact that this is, 
you know, this is what is. I think there is a word for this that I've heard some mindfulness teachers use, and it basically, the word is equanimity. And it basically means just, you know, really being even-keeled and being okay with what is. You know, not going too far one way or the other, not reacting, you know, not overreacting, not underreacting, but just being right in the middle of the road and accepting the fact that this is, you know, just part of the human experience. And the more that I have have let myself try, you know, not really try, but the more I have let myself be this way, the more I have trusted in the fact that I can actually live a meaningful life without, you know, being caught in these habits of mind, the better off I'm going to be. And that the feelings just change and that we can continue to do whatever it is we're doing. And that hasn't always been easy for me. I do want to say there would have certainly been times in the past when I would have been so overtaken by feelings changing or having strong feelings that I would not have been able to continue to speak these words. I would have not been able to, if I, this happened when I was working, I would have not been able to be fully present in my work. I would not have been able to really fully engage in whatever it is that I am, whatever it is that's in front of me, whatever really needs my attention the most. And that the more that we practice coping with these feelings, coping with the fact that they change without warning, and we really can't control that, that the only thing we can really control is our choice to be aware, our choice to practice, engage in a practice that can be supportive of us being awake and aware in every moment to the best of our ability. And we're all human beings. I mean, I have my moments where I lose touch with the present moment. Things throw me off. Things are unexpected. And just like any other human being, you know, I have my times where I get carried away with my feelings and with my thoughts about them. The idea is to try to, as soon as possible, to return back to the present moment. And the, the whole idea here is every minute that I am caught up in, every moment, every second for that matter, that I am caught up in some sort of internal reaction to some thought that I'm having about a feeling that I'm experiencing, I'm suffering in some way. And if I have someone that I'm dealing with while I am in that condition, it's very possible that I could lash out at them and say something to them in a certain way. And it may not be even anything completely outward. It may just be my tone of voice. It may be my lack of attention to them because I'm completely in my head, you know, locked into a loop or in some sort of, it's almost like a trance that we're in, that we're not really here, we're somewhere else. And so the idea is we practice being aware so that when life throws us a curveball, so that when something unexpected changes, and it could be something very subtle and it could be something, you know, huge that is monumental and it could be anything in between. But the idea is, is that the more we practice returning back to the here and now, we return back to having that mind space, giving ourselves that gift of being aware that what we think about what we're feeling may not be the reality of the situation and that our reaction may not be warranted and may not really be helpful at all. The sooner that we can sit with however it is we're feeling and cope with it in the most effective way that we can and live our lives in the best way for us, for those that we love and for those that we're being of service to. And I think that is really ultimately where all this is at. That's really the point. of If there is a point to this, 
this is really the point of it is to be able to give ourselves that support to be here and to be able to cope with things in the most mindful way in a most effective way that we can.